0: The portside guns on the Gambit open up on the DeVos Vitellus. The front panels on its ship open up, revealing a micromissile array. Dozens of tiny rockets fire out, scattering across the
1: hangar. I'm going to override the override if I can.
0: I have
2: beeline for the closest dropped landing gear and try to climb up into it.
1: Override
0: overridden. Inside you see a haggard-looking android, currently on one of the gunnery consoles. Eyes kind of narrow and he says, oh, well, Hey, Sev! Welcome, one and all, to the Die by the Dice podcast. We're an actual play tabletop RPG in Starfinder. Thank you for joining us on our space adventure. I'm John, and I'll be the GM for this game.
1: I'm Brent. I'm playing Sparks, the Ahsoki mechanic.
3: I'm Jessica, and I'm playing Noemi
4: Domash, the Lushinto Technomancer and Captain of the Gep. There's that pop. There you go. You're welcome. I'm Lisa. I'm playing Curse Alvon and the Vesk Soldier.
2: I'm Tom. I'm playing Lycos 9, the Solarian Android.
0: So Lucas, 9, you just busted into the bridge of the Gambit, the ship that had gone rogue in the hangar and begun firing its weaponry and bringing up its engines. And the person seemed to recognize you. Or recognize... Thinks yeah. he recognizes me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the person, yeah, exactly. Android. The Android's people. <laughs> <laughs> Man,
2: real quick on the racism today. <laughs> <laughs> You've been so good lately, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he walks away from the console and begins... Heading over towards you.
2: Damn it. I was going to use my Graviton thing to pull him towards me and dramatically punch him in the air.
0: Well, he's walking fairly slow. You still can, I suppose. All right. <laughs> Is uh, there any save involved or has this uh, He has
2: to make a fortitude save, I believe. And if not, he's pulled 10 feet towards me.
0: Yeah, no, that's not happening. He failed? Yeah, he failed big time. Sweet. So as he's getting pulled, I run
2: and just like. Close lining. <laughs> oh. He's been shooting people, so I'm not even sure I'm going to be non-lethal. I stab him with the spear. All right, make an attack roll. Ooh. Ooh. 23. Yeah, that'll hit. 10 points of damage. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, I've, I've expended my uh, attunement, so I've returned back to looking normal. The spear
0: stabs into him, sticking his midsection. He lets out a grunt of pain and a little bit of vital fluid and synthetic blood kind of ooze from his mouth. That's uncalled for. What's going on, Sev? And he reaches forward and places his hand across your face and presses his thumb against your forehead and then sort of looks at you expectantly. I have no idea what he's doing, right?
2: No, you don't. My name's not Sev. So my spear's still inside of him, right? Yeah. I start violently, like, jerking it around, like, stirring up his innards. Okay, make another
0: attack roll, but you get plus four to it. Oh, good, I needed that. Uh, So it's going to be 11. 15. (laughs) Okay, roll some damage again. Eleven. All right. He looks kind of like a, like a little gurgle. And you'd expect like a look of agony on his face, but it actually is one of confusion. He looks at his hand and then kind of like presses it a little bit harder against your forehead. And then says, what? Why?
2: Sev. You've been shooting and killing people, namely shooting at my own ship. And again, my name's not Sev.
0: All right. Back to you. What do you do? How's he looking? Uh, He looked very badly wounded. Uh, Actually, real quick, before you act. Back on the GEP, the overrides are gone. Systems are back online. You have motive control and weapons control. What are you doing? Whose turn is it? We'll go up top of the order. Back to you, Kerr.
4: I'm going to try to shoot their weapons. They were trying to shoot out the shield, so I'm still trying to shoot the weapons out, if I can help it.
0: All right, fire away.
4: And this was... Base attack bonus plus Dex modifier plus something.
0: Plus two if you want it.
4: I'll take it. Oh, ten and you total. can
0: have crit like give her a boost if you want to, if she wants to do that, because the the captain's like inspiring phase can happen whenever.
3: Oh, that's right. Yeah. After seeing this roll, I'm I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, it's a ten.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, the ship's not moving anywhere, so you actually managed to
4: hit it. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Do I do damage with the ship differently? Oh, are
3: you? are using the gyro laser? Yes, I am. So it's a one d eight.
4: Okay. One.
0: I just like ate all of your luck. Pew
3: pew, or just pew.
0: <laughs> the gyro laser is like a chain gun laser, so it's like, but pew.
4: only but one. Think. It just
0: doesn't. <laughs> it, a lot of it kind of scores off and ricochets awesomely around the hangar.
4: We'll call it an intimidation shot, <laughs> a warning shot.
0: All right, Noemi, what are you doing?
4: Trying to decide if getting
3: away from some of this is a good idea. We, okay, so we know we don't want to go through the shield because that will cause it to lose. Um, it'll be into a vacuum, right? Yes. So we don't want to bring the shield down. Um. <laughs> there are still innocent bystanders. There's nowhere to like hide. We can't like go behind another ship. Now, can I tell that the guns on the gambit, are they, um, like, turret? Like, can they go in any direction?
0: No, they don't have any turret weaponry.
3: Okay. So, could I theoretically get closer to the gambit and therefore have it so that it can't hit us from where it is?
0: It has weapons in essentially every available arc, but you can can minimize the weaponry that would be able to be brought to bear upon you by moving to the corner next to it.
3: Okay, that's the plan then. I will pilot our little ship to the corner to be, to try to get it to a more relatively safer location.
0: All right. That's going to be a tricky piloting check, but go ahead and make one.
3: All right. I'm going to take a plus two. Even though plus I didn't two. need it. 26.
0: You managed to fly the ship very carefully over to the corner not smashing into either of the, either the freighter or the gambit in the process.
3: Smooth like a peach. <laughs> oh, no. Sparks. Oh,
1: boy. Let's see. Did I catch any of the conversation that you had with the system security earlier? Probably. Security? I, wasn't,
4: I wasn't doing it secretly. Really. Okay.
1: Uh, I'm going to hail that guy again. hmm And I'm going to say, hey, uh, security guy, you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Hey, listen. You guys have some seriously weapons-grade hardware, or uh, software, rather, holding these ships down. If you give me a, or if you give me access to that, I think I can help us out. I want to turn that system up to eleven. You know what I mean?
0: Make a diplomacy check, but it's got to be a damn good
1: That's one. That's not my forte. <laughs> it's a dated reference, but it checks out, sir. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, I got to figure out what my diplomacy is. I don't think I've ever even rolled it. All right, <laughs> it's fifteen. Not bad.
3: It's not nothing. It's not nothing.
1: Not great, but it's not nothing. He says, I can't just give station overrides to to anybody there. No, you guys know us, though. My name's Sparks. I'm on the gap. Check with your superiors. They'll know who I am. All right. Just don't do anything reckless. Emergency (laughs) services are on the way. Fire suppression systems are already active in that section. Okay. I'm remembering that right, right? We have talked to them before. Or did we not? No, we, we did. I thought we did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> We talked to somebody related to station security. I thought so. Yeah. Okay.
3: Sure, why not? not the
1: steward of... thing that we kept getting confused? I
3: think that's the steward thing we kept getting confused. It was, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah.
1: Okay, well, uh, worth a shot. Just
3: throw your weight around, Sparks. Yeah. <laughs> what little there is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: hey.
0: <laughs> okay, back on the gambit. Like us 9, what do you do? I kick him off
2: the spear uh, and kind of dismiss it. What is the meaning of this?
0: He goes flying to the ground. <coughs> what do you mean, what is the meaning? Mayhem destruction is its own meaning. <coughs> you used to understand that, Sev.
2: I think you have me confused with somebody else.
0: No, <coughs> I'd know that face anywhere. Like 07. <coughs>
2: is he still alive or is that a death rattle? That's a death rattle. Okay.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well then. Um, I look for the comm on the ship and just message. Actually, does my comm reach them? <laughs> yeah, you're on the same So I activate the comm. The ship's been disabled. I'm assuming it hasn't fired since I took him from the console.
0: No, it hasn't. On the console, it is a light with incoming hails from station security, and there's a few messages from the GEP. There's, like, all the other ships in the area have been hailing. Cease fire. Stop. Stand down. So
2: after, after I, like, I... Tap them to the, the the ship's been disabled I have response visit to station security uh the threat's been disabled.
0: Who is this? What are you doing what What are your demands? He pauses for a second.
2: <laughs> I don't have any. I stopped the threat.
0: Oh well, well good on, you son. Uh, power that ship down and station security's on the way.
2: I nod. I know he can't see, but (laughs) not anyway. And then just, like, find the power down button, just, or whatever. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you're familiar enough with starships to safely disable this thing, set it back down, shut down the power core, and all that good stuff. I loot the corpse. Okay. You find...
3: The keys to the gambit, sweet.
0: I was just like, do I have a new ship? (laughs) (laughs) Look at me, look at me.
2: I'm the captain now. (laughs)
3: It's probably going to be impounded into evidence or something.
2: You know, I have a feeling that John's going to burn it in front of my eyes.
3: <laughs> the moment you step off the ship, kaboom!
2: <laughs> John knows what I'm referencing. <laughs> you should remember.
3: <laughs> You're staring at me. It's going to make me remember. It's going to make me weird it out.
2: <laughs> I burnt a ship in front of you guys.
3: Oh,
4: yeah. That ship.
2: There were more people on that one, but. <laughs> They were bad people, you would have been okay with it, Lisa.
3: I think it's awesome that you went on the gambit, neutralized it from there.
2: I was just, like, yeah, I seriously thought it was over here. I'm like, I'm not gonna go from here to here. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Like, oh, wait, I'm walking right by it. This makes more sense.
3: If we did shout outs, I would have given you a shout out.
2: Aww, <laughs> we can give each other personal shout outs, doesn't mean anything, but you know, gives
3: you the warm fuzzies.
2: Meg says she is excited for your game.
4: Oh, good. She's
2: Nervous, not, but excited. She's, she's never
4: insane. played before, right?
2: I mean, she does, like, online role-playing games and whatnot, so she's, on a certain level, very into the idea of role-playing, but has, like, nervousness doing it in front of other people in terms of, like, that getting into it. But, I mean, I think everybody kind of has that learning curve. and I'm still on it. I and mean, a lot of it has to do with the group you're with. They just kind of make you comfortable. You can usually kind of start stepping out of your shell. I mean, Jessie had a pretty, fairly rapid, like, coming to... Uh, grips with it so
3: Yeah, I remember I was really embarrassed my first time
2: (laughs) it feels weird stepping outside of yourself and and, like using a voice
1: or kind of like making those decisions and stuff like that this is the first one of these that I've actually like done a voice regularly and stuff like I don't usually do that
3: well yeah like um, I just remember it was the first game and you guys wanted me to like introduce my character and I was like well her name is Apriel and you're like uh no what can we see and it was like (laughs) I was like oh yeah like, this is what you see. <laughs> I remember joking, like, well, she has a name tag, and...
2: <laughs> Hi, my name is... Yeah.
3: <laughs> I was like, oh, no, just describe what you look like, and then stuff comes from there, then you RP, like, introducing yourself, and things like that.
1: I R what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, thankfully, she will understand that term coming in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I told her she wanted to... Like, test out anything, because since she's essentially joined the Wednesday group, um, if she wanted to, like, run a NPC or something in a thing and get get that uh, interaction. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, because I can say, too, you know, it's even a different step going from playing around the couch to playing in front of a microphone.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: You know, because I think you're a lot more aware of what you're saying and you feel there's a definitely it's like a it's a different step you know it's a different level because you feel i don't know i feel more like i do
4: like i have we've rp'd before just us but with the microphones in front of you you're like everything you say you think back on after you've said it you're like wait okay or like (laughs) maybe i shouldn't have said that or something like you i don't know i feel a little bit self-conscious yeah I think it is a different vibe just because we do have to practice like not talking over each other and things like that, too. It's a different thing entirely.
3: Yeah, true. Because, yeah, we can, have, you know, when we're at, around
4: the couch, you can have side
3: conversations and you Well, know, I mean, snacks. not really because we well, still have a
2: mic and a person on the mic that. True.
3: But it's a little more forgiving.
2: Yeah. All right. We're only pissing off one person instead of however many people
0: are listening.
4: Yeah, but that person's the DM. No, the person. Yeah.
3: When
0: we play the mic, we usually got somebody on the screen.
4: screen. But, oh, you're talking about that. Yeah. I thought you meant like him when he's editing. Anyway.
0: Okay. So on this person, there is an access card to the gambit uh, with his picture on it. The ID shows Kendall Va as his name. There are 163 credits in his pocket. 163?
1: There, mm-hmm.
0: There is a signal jammer, which appears to be active. And there's a detonator on his person. Uh, it's a remote detonator.
3: Like the one I shot out of that guy's hand.
4: That was awesome. Speaking of shout outs. <laughs> I'm
2: going to make this clear what I'm about to say I'm not doing. I had this image of Lycos and I just picking up and like, wonder what this does. <laughs> I don't do that. Just wait until you're
3: like one step off the ship and then it just like blows up dramatically behind you.
0: <laughs> um, it's a wireless detonator, short range. So you can get that from looking
2: at it. Okay. I'm going to say I pocket it. I know, but I'm only saying that a pocketing, it's not going to accidentally set it off.
0: It's unlikely to.
2: Okay. I, I safely stow it. Um, turn the signal jammer off.
0: Okay. Radio traffic in the area soon becomes a lot clearer. All right.
2: Uh, anything else of interest? Just those things? He wasn't armed, I assume? No. Okay. While I'm waiting, I just like check the ship logs, since obviously this seems to actually be his ship as opposed to when he commandeered. I'm assuming the ID matches his face, right? Yeah,
0: it does on the ID card. It says engine tech grade two. Oh, he doesn't own the ship.
2: <laughs> May not be mine.
0: <laughs> okay. Can I access the, the logs on the ship? Make a computers check. Probably gonna be a no. Five. The logs are encrypted and you cannot access them. I get on my
2: com. Hey, Sparks. Huh? You want to access some computer logs?
1: Sure. We'll talk about where the hell you've been later. Wait, no, actually, I need to know where the hell you are now so I can go to you.
2: (laughs) I'm on the gambit.
1: Oh, we're definitely going to talk about where the (laughs) hell you've been.
2: (laughs) Get over here if you want to access
0: a new computer.
1: Start walking down, I guess. All right. To facilitate all
0: this, does the get land and power down now that the threat is neutralized? Yes.
3: But I do want to. I do end up wanting to ask Lego's nine like how many people were on board and one, just one. What kind of person did this?
2: A bad one? (laughs)
3: Did it it happen to be an android? Because we've been attacked by androids a lot lately.
2: It did happen to be an android. I don't see how that's relevant.
3: I'm just noticing a pattern, that's all. Nothing personal. (laughs) It feels kind of personal.
2: Yes, uh, his threat has been neutralized.
3: And I do agree. It feels personal. It feels like we're being personally attacked by androids.
2: (laughs) And you.
4: I'm not being
3: attacked by me. I'm not attacking any androids. They've been attacking me.
4: (laughs) Are those emergency services arriving anytime soon? Yes, they're arriving now. Okay. With the GEP landed, I'm going to open the hatch and wave over the, like, rescue people. Medical? Medical, that's the word. Medical people. I I
2: guess that uh, as soon as I've told Sparks, I try to figure out how to, like, drop the ramp
0: you can't do it from here but you can go down to the yeah, yeah, yeah. loading bay and unless, open unless, it up
2: unless I see anything else obvious I can glean from
0: being in the the helm uh, that I head down to let Sparks in alright so Sparks you're arriving as emergency services are arriving there are plenty of Epsilon station security who want to kind of lock down the area Okay. they begin swarming onto the gambit you're hassled a little bit because they don't know that you're the person who okay, the, the, saved the thing and then as the situation actually, is described on. go ahead Shit. Um, I don't immediately appear
2: non threatening when they come on that that he because he's already still somewhat amped up from having to like sneak into the ship and kill somebody, he's at least a little aggressive back when they're like, What's going on? What do you mean what's going on? I fixed your own problem for you. He's kind of a dick back. <laughs> okay. Harold high enough he would actually would have been like, ooh, uh, hands up.
0: <laughs> As you are mouthing off to them. <laughs> make A fortitude saving throw, please.
1: (laughs) This is not ending well for me. Somebody's getting tased.
0: (laughs) Eight. Alright, two of them fire upon you, firing stun rounds. Your body goes into convulsions and you fall unconscious. (laughs) That'll show them. They can't get anything out of me now.
4: (laughs) Oh, um... Good thing Sparks is headed over there. (laughs)
2: Before they came on, would I have been able to have hid the um, stuff that I found in my little, like, body sheath? A quick release sheath that I have, I can put, like, guns and shit in?
0: Yes, I'll allow that. Thank you. So, Sparks, you go over there and Mm -hmm. you can see them having apprehended Lycos 9.
1: (laughs) I was just talking to you. What happened? He's unconscious. (laughs) Question still stands.
0: (laughs) He says... When the security guy's... Hey, watch out. There's... This chip's is uh, unsafe. It's a crime scene. We're trying to figure out what's going on here. We apprehended this android.
1: Yeah, he's with me. This guy... We just stopped this whole thing. When you, you say guy- he's with
0: you, guns come
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, put him away. Put him away.
0: Okay, uh, make a fortitude saving throw, please. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see uh,
1: this
4: happening? That's, uh, that
1: was a nine plus... Three, so twelve. Twelve.
0: All right. Uh, you're going to convulsions and knocked unconscious. And you're Great. hit with the, a stun round. Great.
4: I lowered the ramp. Can I see this? Or yes, they, they... you can see this. Okay. <laughs> Are you gonna go over there, or shall I go over there? No, Kerr, do it. I'm gonna radio them. Can I radio them and not like uh, run over? Wait. They... <laughs> Send a <feel> spider. <laughs> 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 I, but so I didn't want to run over like aggressively because I feel like that would just give me stun <laughs> also. So can I radio them?
0: You don't really have their frequency. Can
4: Can I call across?
0: Yeah, you can sort of yell to them.
4: What are they called? Security? Just
0: Yeah, security or ABSEC, uh, ASC, any of the above.
4: Security, a word. (laughs) Saving throw.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One of them walks over a uh, female Kasatha.
4: Two of my crew were just stunned. They helped end the attack. Can I know what's going on, please?
0: One of them would not identify himself when he was on the ship and became belligerent with the officers. We assumed that he was the culprit. The oh, other one you said assumed, he was.
4: assumed, excuse me? That's my crew. Release them immediately.
0: The other one said he was with the first one.
4: Because they're both on my crew and stopped the attack. You have assumed incorrectly. Release my crew. Career is not having. They should it should have is. been
0: more clear and compliant when.
4: You should not have assumed. Release my crew. <laughs> So Noemi comes up.
3: <laughs> I was just like, I'm sorry. You know, emotions are running high right now. We were just shot at. Um, so I come like hands up, like totally like non, you know, aggressive and saying, you know, I apologize. You know, uh, emotions are high. Um, that is Lycos 9 and Sparks. They are, they are members of the crew of the GEP. Lycos 9 managed to infiltrate the gambit and uh, neutralize the threat. Sparks, I assume, was simply going over to assist, and Kerr is very defensive of her crewmates.
0: <laughs> make a diplomacy check, please.
2: One of us is mad at the actually.
3: 21. Very
0: well. She looks at you, Kerr, and says, given the situation, a little bit more tact when dealing with Absec should be in your best interest. We will see that your comrades are taken care of as we assess the situation here.
4: Shall I go with you to collect them?
0: You shall not. Stay uh, here.
4: All right, if, if you could just bring
3: them over to our ship and we will put them in their quarters. It would be very much appreciated.
0: <laughs> when we have assessed the situation, they will be freed or not, depending on what the evidence shows.
3: Well, I'm happy to vouch for them. Uh, we will stay here until uh, our crewmates are returned.
0: Please do. <laughs> so about an hour later, the situation is largely under control now. They've found the the body. They've resuscitated the both of you. They've gotten statements. Everything seems to check out. I'm not thrilled about being tased.
1: Yeah, who do we go to for like a wrongful tasing? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Don't tase me, bro. I mean, I'm not stupid enough to get like tased again.
3: Sparks might be. (laughs) Really? All
2: right, I, I guess... If Sparks and Lycos are in the same room and they, like, stupid each other up enough, they might get tased a second time. <laughs> depends on how, how reactive they are to us.
4: <laughs> I, have, I have a question. Yes. In this hangar, are there, like, security cameras or things that could corroborate the story? Is yes. that what they're checking?
0: Yeah, they they've examine all the evidence about it and they let them free. Okay. Uh, but they go through procedures because he was on the ship that was shooting at everybody. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I also did identify that I was the person that stopped it. So
3: but it could have been, it could have been a red herring.
2: Yeah. That, that is something he constantly points out to the every time they like bring up to him that like his being aggressive is like, I told you guys, I stopped the problem.
4: Anyway. So you're free now. Come on back. Okay.
0: Mm. So you're back on the GEP and
3: are we back in our little hangar?
0: once the situation has been brought under control, the wounded have been brought to medical bay as necessary. The ships that are still spaceworthy of actually all, but one still are except the gambit, which is being kept in the hangar are funneled out of the hangar and uh, given a new mooring. Okay. So you're in a different hangar.
4: A less when... blown up hangar.
0: Exactly. Oh, yay. Good. So once you're there, we can kind of reconvene and okay. chit chat. So once we hit to that point, uh,
2: I release all the things from my uh, quick release sheath and hand the tech over to Sparks.
1: Ooh. I guess I start decrypting it?
2: Yeah. You have a signal jammer, another remote detonator, which might be to something on the ship still. (laughs) Uh, Hmm. And then the access card to the gambit.
1: Oh, wait. So what was I supposed to decrypt again?
2: Well, I was trying to get you on the ship. So at at this point, that may be moot, but I still figured you might like tech.
1: Yeah. At the very least, I'm like copying the access codes off the thing, and
0: okay. Yeah, so. you can clone the card, but everything else is
1: just gear for you, effectively. Okay. I I keep the credits. Oh well. Shit. All right. Fine.
3: <laughs> we all have plenty of money.
1: For now.
2: I haven't gone shopping yet.
3: Yeah, oh. you you added the like three thousand credits mm-hmm. that we got, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Like I said, I haven't gone shopping yet. <laughs>
0: bling bling. <laughs> So about half an hour after you get to your new mooring and begin giving a tech over to Sparks and kind of decompressing a little bit, there's a proximity hail to the ship from a person. You know, there's like a little call box at each mooring. What uh, is it?
4: I've closed the ramp at this point. Once yes. they came back on board, I shut it with was like, مر. grumpy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a serene voice on the other side says, I'm here to speak with Lycos 9. Is he available.
3: May I ask who is calling?
0: You may call me the Pax.
3: And I will I will ask Lagos Nine, do you wish to speak to the Pax?
0: He kind of
2: looks at you like that was a dumb question. Mm-hmm. Yes. I guess it might be hard for you to read, but in his face that was a that was a dumb question look. I don't know how it translates.
3: Then uh by all means, please go speak with them. It's not a him. Go speak with it.
2: Rolls his eyes good enough. <laughs> uh I lower the ramp and uh, go down to meet the packs.
0: Okay. As the ramp comes down, they begin going up towards you. They say, so this is your ship. It seems nice. Yes.
2: What brings you out here? You don't normally leave your abode.
0: I think this is the safest place right now. All right.
3: I turn in an internal, any internal comms so we can totally hear what they're talking about. hmm
0: I did not mean to intrude, but are any quarters available?
2: Uh, yes, I do try to take her to, I guess, whatever quarters I have on the ship.
0: Okay. Yes, you have a uh-huh. your own quarters. Whatever. It's not a very large area. It's only about ten by twelve, but it has whatever accoutrements you want to kind of use to personalize it with.
2: Little
3: model ships. Spaceships. Sure. I, I was like, or seafaring ships. Both. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Space seafaring ships.
0: <laughs> the Pax looks around. This is nice. It honors Galarian that was, and also New Frontiers. And they kind of walk around and examine your little model ships.
2: Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. It, it has become a hobby.
0: If you would like to discuss with your comrades what has brought us to this, I'm sure they would better hear it from you than from myself. We would just assume rest a bit. It has been a trying day. Uh, yes,
2: of course. Uh, I kind of indicate the bed uh, if you'd like to rest.
0: Thank you. And they go and sit down in the bed in sort of a meditative pose with their archaeotech staff across their legs with wise. And their their eyes close and sort of a look of serenity falls across their features.
2: All right. I'll leave the, the, the packs to rest in my quarters and. Return to the crew.
3: So Lycos Nine, who is your visitor?
2: That is the Pax.
3: Okay. And what does that mean?
2: The Pax is the Pax. It is their name.
3: Okay. What purpose do they serve?
2: They serve many purposes, but at most they are the kind of the center of the Android community on Absalom Station. They help those of us who renew find our purpose and those who wish to renew, uh, to pass peacefully.
3: So I assume they're here because of the, uh, events on the Gambit.
2: That seems likely. Well, <clears throat> that in and of itself is kind of a long story. While I took my leave of you, I went to go see the Pax as they had summoned me to speak with me on such matters.
0: Alright, so Lycos 9. After encountering the androids in Nancy's, seeing Remy 10 in such a situation was really upsetting to you. hmm You snuck off for a moment to try to calm the packs and managed to get a hold of them briefly. Uh, you described the situation, and they said, This is very concerning. Please return to my chambers, and we will discuss it. And the line goes dead. Uh, I go quickly. A few terse words with your comrades to let them know that you have business to attend to and then you're off to the races, I'm guessing. Yeah. All right. It's a very tense hour as you make your way out of the spike and towards the eye where the PAX resides. But eventually you manage to get through the network of streets and tunnels to within the PAX's complex and immediately alarms are going off in your head. There are typically a number of checkpoints and gateways between the edge of the compound and the Pax's chamber, but you're not seeing any of those. Typically, you're at least greeted by... They function much like guards, but you don't really think of them as them, more as protectors or guardians, Mm -hmm. uh, but they're nowhere to be seen. However, as you get closer to the heart of the Pax's power, you can smell a whiff of ozone and the stink of blood.
2: Uh, I summon my spear and, like,
0: increase my pace even, kind of, all out running. Charging through these familiar hallways, they don't hold any of the serenity for you that they typically do. As you round the second to last quarter, you hear a couple volleys of weapons fire, uh, followed by a heavy thump of a body hitting the floor. Uh, You're about to round the corner to the Pax's chamber. What do you do? Um... What do I see? As you round the corridor outside their door, you see a pair of scorched, barely recognizable corpses in front of the Pax's chamber. Based on their positioning, they seem like they were taking up a defensive stance. Uh, Both of them are partially melted and ones burned beyond recognition. You can see a trail of vital fluids leading up into the door and beyond. As you continue forward into the Pax's chamber,
2: I attuned solar the first moment I can to start kind of glowing.
0: Yeah, you'll be fully attuned by the time you get in there. The the danger of this place is now palpable. The, The radiance from your moat and weapon spill into the room and attract the attention of an enormous android about a few inches shy of seven feet and clad in badly damaged power armor. As he turns you can see he's bleeding pretty profusely and you recognize him as Revis, one of the Pax's bodyguards. In his hands is a Yellow Star Plasma Rifle and you can see the scorched corpses of two more of the Pax's guards on the ground before them. The Pax is still intact on the far side of the room, still in their meditative pose with their Archaeotech staff crossed their knees. Revis turns on you and says, Just one more, eh? Raises the plasma rifle and pulls the trigger. There's a tense moment, but you're not incinerated by (laughs) superheated gas. He looks at it for a moment and pulls the trigger a few more times. The empty clicks indicate an empty battery. He takes it and throws it aside, bringing one of his power-armored hands into a fist and begins stalking towards you. I close the distance and stab the motherfucker. (laughs) All right. Damn it. Eleven. His gauntleted fist flies over your head as you dodge beneath it. However, the defensive action also fouls your aim, and your Solarian weapon grazes across his heavy power armor. Uh, The stink of burning metal now joins uh, the blood and viscerous smell of the chamber, and was just now a hint of the Pax's telltale incense. He says... Stay still, and this will only take a minute uh, before swinging at you again. Again, you're too quick for his hammer blow. Oh, thank God. AC 21. Yeah, that'll
2: hit. Eat Samarian Steel. So I'm close enough. I uh, or activate the plasma sheath, so the weapon starts rippling with like blue fire. So he's going to take 6 plus 13 points of damage, uh, all considered fire. Nice. Yeah, so as Lycos is fighting, he's kind of like flipping the spear around himself, kind of in like a, almost like martial arts kata, Location occasionally it's like kind of going around his neck or whatever, otherwise he's coming in to find the weak spots.
0: Okay. Go ahead and make a, oh, actually, what is your combat maneuver? AC? AC, yeah. 23. All right, so his battle-gloved fist slams into you for 17 points of damage, but he doesn't manage to get a grip with the, the strike. You roll with the blow, but are winded a bit by it. Okay. You're back up. How is he looking? Uh, he looks almost dead. He's clearly fought his way to this point, and the, the battles have taken their toll. How far away is the Pax? The Pax is about 40 feet away. Oh, fantastic. I got a supernova. <laughs> All right. That's a reflex save for me? Yes. All right, he'll make it.
2: So it's still half. So, uh, 12, so he takes 6.
0: Okay. He brings up his, the armored side of his body to shield the bulk of the blow, uh, but it still takes a toll on him. Uh, he's clearly badly wounded, but still on his feet and fighting. Ooh, he takes another big swing at you, connecting again. You said, what was your, sorry, what was your, uh, combat minivir again? 23. Alright, he's gonna hit you for 18 points of damage. Okay. How are you looking, by the way? I have
2: 11 hit points left.
0: All right, and as he does so, he grabs onto the front of your armor and just barrels you into the ground, slamming you to the floor. You're
2: up. Okay, so he has me essentially grappled now, right?
0: Uh, He's got you grabbed Uh, on his next turn. He'll have an advantage on striking you again, but you don't have any of the negative grappling issues.
2: All right, I uh, drive my spear into his arm.
0: AC 12. It's enough to release some of the pressure. And I begin attunement again. Okay. Okay. You're you're able to foul his Grip. his leverage, so he can't really slam you down again. Back to you. All right, I'm gonna try to stab him again.
2: Oh, it was like sliding as a twenty, and then rolled to an eleven, so seventeen. Seventeen. All right, that's gonna be enough to hit. Dang it! <laughs> it's gonna be seven points of
0: damage. Go ahead and describe that. That's gonna be enough. So, uh, since I'm assuming his arm was still kind of on me. Yeah, he's basically got like your his grip around your collar and has you pinned to the floor. So as i since I've kind of been
2: stabbing at his arm, it pierces through like what's going on with the power armor on his arm and through through it, kind of hitting one of the major like artery circuitry stuff. So the viscous fluid starts kind of pouring out of his arm as there's you know the little telltale sparks of energy from within the android, and it's enough based on the damage he'd already been taken to kind of bring him to his knees. At which point Lycos kind of pulls the spear out of him and then drives it through his skull uh, to make sure the fight's finished.
0: Yeah, there's no coming back from a blow like that. Revis falls to the ground with a heavy thud, and you just managed to dodge away from being crushed beneath his bulk. So I'm
2: kind of uh, panting, and I look around, and he seemed to be the only threat, right? Uh, there's no one else that seems to be kind of doing what he was doing? No. I'm gripping my side, approach the packs. Are you all right? Kind of like keeping my spear manifested uh, as a, like, crutch?
0: Physically, yes. But my soul is in agony.
2: What is going on? Androids are acting strange, and I am not enjoying killing my brethren.
0: Something is wrong, Lycos9. Our flock is ill. What can I do? Safety first, and then Planning. This place is no longer safe for me. I am not important in the grand scheme, but there are many amongst our people who look to me. It would do them ill if I were to perish in such a way. Where can we go that we would find some safety?
2: The only safety I can speak of would be maybe my ship. Uh, I trust my crew, and I am at least the only android aboard, so I'm the only one that could potentially get sick with whatever is going on, but... I feel fine, trust my own fortitude in this particular matter. And we would give us movement to be able to get out of uh, the station, since this seems to be the center of whatever is going on.
0: To your ship, then. Please lead the way.
2: All right, so, and I guess, uh, kind of deep breath and head back towards the uh, hangar.
0: As you begin limping out of the room, the Pax stops you for a moment and says, A moment, please. Like us 9. You're wounded. Let me help. And they hold out their Archaeotech Staff, which glows with an inner light along its circuitry. Uh, And as it touches you, you are restored. 22 hit points. So if I hit my max
2: hit points, does that start going back into my stamina or just maxes out my hit points? Just max out your hit points. Okay. It's the first time we've had magical healing, so. Yeah, so I'm essentially, I guess, probably still winded, but like physically recovered otherwise. Uh, thank you. It was probably needed for what we may be facing ahead.
0: So there's a tense... It's about another tense hour or so as you begin maneuvering through the corridors. Fortunately, you're not assailed again. The PAX seems to be very distraught by what's happening. A moment later, they pause and... Retrieve a comm unit from their robes, uh, turning it on. A news report states that there's a bombing in the eye of the zoological sanctuary. In basically broad daylight, an android blew themselves up. They're still counting the the wounded, but so far the, the death toll is about uh, seven. I look at the packs. What is going on with our people? I do not wish to make you doubt yourself or feel bad for what has occurred but it seemed to start when you brought that box back to us. I hadn't analyzed, and the text said it was a normal virus, nothing more. But I fear there was something more sinister in there, and I was too blind to see it for what it was.
2: Yeah, he kind of sighs. Um, Well, then it is on me to fix this.
0: Safety first, Lycos 9. Solution second. Agreed. We, uh, We must make our way to the ship. My crew should be able to help. About 45 minutes later, you're walking down the corridor to the new mooring for the GEP when suddenly the chamber begins to rumble and you hear an explosion from down the hall. I run towards it. As you do so, the pack says, I will rejoin you when it has become safe like Nine. God's watch over you. And you. And that is where we will end for tonight. So thank you all for listening to this episode of the Die by the Dice podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at DieByTheDice or you can email us at DieByTheDice at gmail.com. If you could leave a review on your podcast listening method of choice, that would be phenomenal. Five stars make us feel oh so good. We're still a small podcast and it just warms our little hearts. And if you could tell a friend, that would be fantastic. We've been having some great interactions with folks on Twitter. In fact, on the last episode, just want to give one more thank you shout out to Moms the Nerd and Katie Quixotic on Twitter for those awesome ship names.